Dave's Cowboy Bunkhouse. Hey, Uncle Dave, would you like to try some of my wife's onions? <laughs> no thanks, already did. Skin it back. Another something in the water podcast. I'm Uncle Dave Griffin, along with Sean Clark. We're here with our good buddy Kyle Keller. Hey y'all! Hey, Back y'all. again! Back again! Back again! Man, it's been it a seemed, while. It seems the- like it's been how many episodes in between? Let's <laughs> a see. Lot. I don't know about <laughs> that. You were our. You were about our our third or you've been twice. Fourth. I think I've only been once. Wait, once. maybe twice. Just once. No, I think it's, it's just, just once, once though. Yeah. Really? It was, wasn't it out there? Didn't we record it, was it out outside? In the, in the You've never been in here. Um, I think it might have been number. Th- I mean, not, not in this room for the podcast. I've never I been here before you, today. You've recorded I? albums <laughs> in this room, but I'm saying, like, have you did the podcast? I, I thought yeah. we did. I thought no, this was your third time. No, this is my no, second. No, we've just been talking about it for a long, long time. That's true. You realize we're in our fourth year of shooting this thing. Wow. That kind of got away from you. Isn't this episode yeah. 78 or something? Like, that's a lot. It, it is 78. Yeah. You yeah. yeah, just keep on doing it, you know. I don't know why. Nobody, to- <laughs> Ain't nobody told right. us to stop you. Nobody said, yeah, you need to give it up. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't say keep going either to be yeah, totally But uh, folks, uh, as we look out that side window that you can't see there, yep. there's a... a Concrete building in the backyard. A storm shelter. And that's where Kyle's first episode was shot. Number four. Episode episode four. Oh, man. If you want to go back and kind of take a look at that, go back and look at all of our stuff. You could binge watch for a month. Man, all day I've been remembering you being in that seat. and Man. I don't think so. Wow. Unless... Unless I'm not remembering right. Who knows? No, you would know I more just, than me. I can assure y'all. <laughs> uh, Dave never forgets. No, I just spend a lot of time with them episodes looking at the spreadsheets and yep. uh, the. Uh, uh, I save everything. Always have, always will. <laughs> I got it. I got archive. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, <clears throat> as. You may know, may not know. Uh, Kyle is from uh, over around uh, Nashville. You presently live in Gainesville, Florida. Gainesville, yeah. Florida. Okay, so he's from the southwest side. Now, uh, grew up in Nashville. Halfway grew up in Nashville. Halfway. I was born in Michigan. Jesus. Yeah, man. I thought we'd learned everything we. Knew oh, about you in that first. We, we probably learned. We probably learned it then too. Did you rewatch yeah, that a while might, back. We might need to rewatch it. Uh, I remember you picked apples in Michigan. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, yeah. Because I, I sang. I sang a song about that mm-hmm. last time. Yeah, that's on the album. Why would God steal? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I sang that one last time. Yeah. I was born there, and I, I left there when I was around. I want to say twelve or so. My parents split up. My dad came down here for work. 
Oh, okay. And so I was like, I'm going down there. That's that's where I want to go. That sounds and cool. Y- and your different. mama stayed. Uh, Mom's up in Michigan. She's yeah. still in Michigan. She still is. Okay. Yeah. Well, right. Quick. My sister, my like, yeah. basically most of my family up there. The only folks down here, are my dad, my grandfather, and I. Grandpa stays in Nashville too. Yeah. Yeah. So they're there. But well, uh, real quick, uh, are you are you are you poised to uh, follow me on these picks, Justin? The miscellaneous uh, miscellaneous email. I sent two emails to you this time. Miscellaneous <laughs> picks. Uh, and uh, we can kind of uh, visually back up uh, our conversation here. Y'all, Kyle is a very talented singer-songwriter, and he's also a, uh, a, his main hobby is... uh, Main? Which one's the main hobby? Well, uh, his... his, Or not that either one of them is a hobby. Yeah. No, I I mean, they're they're my livelihood, literally. Yeah. 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 Both of them. Both of them, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got to. Well, he's a hard-working man. And uh, he, besides his uh, guitar playing songwriting, he's also a, what would you call your term? Uh, amateur paleontologist. Paleontologist. Or geologist or geologist. a treasure hunter. Treasure hunter. Indiana Jones. Uh, just Indiana go, Jones. go to his mama daddy. Uh, that would be, uh, I, I didn't really, I'd put him by number, didn't I? Since we just spoke of them, there's mama. That's my mama and me. Look at Dave Griffin creeping my social media. Yeah. Well, that's it's what I do. Creeper. That's what I do on Facebook. That's what he does on the Cowboy Bunkhouse. This is Cowboy Bunkhouse. Look at those horses, yeah. man. <laughs> Was this Michigan? This is in Michigan, yeah. Yeah. I said Uncle Dave's. No. <laughs> those are. Uh... Look at those. Look at my ears, dude. They're, they're big. They're big old ears. Well, it looked like you you were loved. I, I absolutely was loved. I, I, I had a great childhood. I can't mm. complain at all. So what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Man, and, uh, let me tell you what. I got one of you and your daddy. I moved to Georgia. They ruined me. <laughs> and daddy. There's me and my dad. Yeah. Dad's in Kansas right now on a hunting trip. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, look at that. I still I loved fl- wearing flannels even back then. Yeah, that, is that a Barney suspender? Does I think that say it is. Barney? Dang, I think it does. Don't on the. It says Barney. It does. The, yep. Wow. Right strap over there. Just Dang. a typical childhood. Yeah, look, I'm holding like a truck or something. Yeah, it? one of them little uh, little Tonka truck. Uh, Looks like my ears settled Looks down. Looks like the one. kind that you, you start growing into your ears at this age. Little Wait, am right? I younger in this? I'm mean, younger in this one than Are the you younger? Other. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't lost right? your, your yeah, baby yeah. teeth yet. Okay. You are. The other one, I'm all missing teeth and stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look like I've been getting into some trouble. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now you, uh, you can back up there to that rock. Back up to a rock. Oh, that's more than just uh, a rock, I tell you. So <laughs> I'm assuming that's fossilized, right? It is. Those a, are plant? Those uh, are plant fossils, yep. So there's there's just a, a fern in there, and at the bottom right, there's actually some other thing that I'm not quite sure what it is. It looks almost like a slug. It kind of does. A, a bug of but some kind. Yeah. That's from Alabama. 
Mm-hmm. That's the, in the coal deposits there. You get a lot of really cool plant fossils from the Carboniferous period, which is around 350 million years ago when it was all rainforest in middle Alabama. And wow. that was that, that was on a, a riverbank where like you kind of pick the shale off the riverbank and stuff and you kind of look, well, coal technically, and you just flip it over and you see little plants and stuff, crazy ferns and all kinds of cool stuff. Heck yeah. Um, there's a place we went to there too called, uh, what is it? I guess it was near Birmingham. And it's this place we went to with the Alabama Paleontological Society. We like joined them on some fossil hunts and stuff. This was quite a few months ago now. But they took us to a place where you can go find tetrapod tracks in the in that type of rock. But the tetrapods are the first amphibians to walk on land. And so you can find their tracks, like they're like footprints in wow. in like basically fossilized mud. And that's from the same time period, around 350 million years old. It's so cool. It's it's wow. like just a, well, that's I the found, first thing that ever walked on Earth. Yeah, it's crazy. Right there, like the first stuff that the footprint walked on it. land. What is tetra? Tetra. Not sure. Uh, that's not uh, like equates with a number, is it? Tetra. Tetra. It's not like huh. quattro is four. I don't uh, think tetra does. Tetra, I don't, yeah, I don't, there's some sort of reasoning that they call tetra. tetrapods tetrapods. I'm I'm sure tetra is something uh, related to these things. They're what's, weird looking. They're is, like, what is that, Justin? What's a tetra? <laughs> Pull it up. Pull it Just, up. We got Google Justin, Ask Chat you, GPT. You, you're you're our uh uh uh. What's it called that on the uh that sits over there and the moderator? Uh, you're our the numerologist and our oh info tesh inf, info. It says uh, for having four. Okay. Oh, four. And tetrapods four. have four legs. Four legs, yeah. So, uh, I mean, like everything has four legs. I can't think of so anything that's that where, just has uh, five legs or three for some actually, reason. Actually, a tetrapod. We, we have two, but we... Two, four. Yeah, that's nothing evolution, has, though. We technically have four, I right? saw a dog had three legs. But that that's uh, a, that was an accident, <laughs> though. <laughs> So, I mean, uh, no, he's born like Who's that. to say that, like, someday, like, by means of natural selection, there won't be some sort of animal with two back legs and one front leg coming out yeah. the middle? <laughs> I don't know, man. The possibilities are endless. Whatever. Uh, That's kind of like his son. Whatever you need. <laughs> <laughs> he's called a tripod. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> So I guess we could say that, <laughs> that uh, Coach Tom, Coach Senator Tommy Tuberville's uh, from Alabama uh, ancestors were tetrapods. Yep, that would uh, prove a lot. <laughs> uh, see, let's see the next picture. Yeah, what other pictures did you did you find? Right, baby, naked baby cow. Yeah. All right, let's see what, cool what, what 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 is this. Shark so tooth. These shark are teeth. shark teeth from also from Alabama. These are Eocene aged shark teeth, so they're more recent. You're talking around 50 million years old, 45, 50 What does million. that mean? The Eocene is, uh, well, so this is for Alabama. That's in Alabama, so it doesn't quite apply to what I'm going to say, but for Florida specifically, where I live, Eocene is the oldest surface sediments that we get. We don't get anything older than 45 million years at the surface. You have to drill down about. 
a thousand feet or more to hit anything older than that. Um, so surface exposures, you're getting stuff that old. So it's, it's really recent <laughs> geologically speaking, 45 million years old, you know, it sounds like a lot and it is, it's only yesterday. but it's still super recent geologically speaking. Um, but that's what, that's the time period that these teeth are from. And those on the far right on my hand are calcite crystals. So they're just chunks of calcite that form in caves and whatnot. Those, uh, aged from the same period Te as well. Technically, they are. It's the they form in the in the Eocene aged limestone. So basically, this where we found these was an old like a old um like a mine area where they mm -hmm. did like limestone mining. And in Ooh. limestones, there's a lot of caverns and stuff. So you had a lot of good chances for crystals to form because the groundwater penetrates through the top and like percolates into the voids and the voids <laughs> percolates into the voids <laughs> and, <molds. laughs> and, and, it, and then over time, the minerals that are like traveling through the water, through the earth and stuff form these crystals. Yeah. And so you get these calcite crystals in caves and stuff. So this was in a limestone mine. <clears throat> and so you're finding those crystals in that limestone, like in those little pockets and the shark teeth are coming from that limestone. So kind of the same age, but also it's like those crystals could have formed 10 million years later. Or right. something like that. Exactly. You know? gotcha. And you say this was Alabama as well? Yep, this is <clears throat> Alabama too. That's cool. Woo! Them some big ones. <laughs> those are great. Those are great white shark teeth. Good lord. One of them is from a river on the west coast of Florida, that darker one. And that other one, that light colored one on the top, is is from a dirt road, actually. Sometimes you can find dirt roads in Florida that have fossil material dumped on them for uh preventing erosion and stuff they'll, they'll use that for fill dirt mm. and so we find like fossilized shells and bones and all kinds of stuff out there and shark teeth it's cool. pretty cool the, uh, okay like uh metal uh metallologists or whatever they're called they have a machine y'all don't have a no you just have to get out there and grunt don't yeah you? that's pretty much right i yeah. mean if you i picture myself on a dirt road in florida if i just stop side of the road i'm gonna be taking a pee yep and i'm not gonna be getting down <laughs> on my hands and knees and <laughs> scratching the dirt and stuff There's but that's a dead what you hooker. gotta do <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> look at that found a were yeah. those colors the original colors or did they change over time they change over time so they would be just white they were solid at first, white. you know, from when the shark was alive. And look how and then polished they are. It, it all just the the color depends totally on where it was fossilized at. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're getting different different minerals in the teeth that yeah. change the color. And also the one from the river on the bottom, the dark one, is just gonna be it's darker because it's stained by dark river water. Mm -hmm. You know, and the other one didn't come from river, so mm -hmm. kind of crazy. Uh, serrated all yeah, they're very there. serrated. Those are just tiny little old sharp. Yeah. They're like little mini teeth all over the big mm -hmm. tooth. That big teeth, that big tooth point will scare you, but it's them little ones you got to worry about. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's like <laughs> them little ones gang up on you. I've taken Justin to the, to the place we found that dark one at. Justin's been there. Find, finding cool stuff. Did it, was she scared? <laughs> Justin and his dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We got I'd thunderstormed go, on man. real hard that day. I don't have the. I, I, I've always had the 
want to to do it, but it's just like I'm not going to do the research to you know. It's like I guess I don't have it that much where I want to figure out how to, I can do it on my own. But right. but if I go out with you, that'd be awesome. Yeah, you know? I'll be your guide because I wouldn't know what to do. Like Dave says, like just pull over here, and start digging. <laughs> you know, I need Come a on. yeah. Oh, oh wow, I think you call this cosmic crystal? Oh yeah, that's cosmic. It does look like a space scene, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Now, was that it's crazy? Uh, that's it's like not a painting from Robert. Bonosi. That's not a stone split down the middle, is it? It is a stone it split is? down the middle. Yeah, so it's it actually just... an ancient coral head. It's a fossilized piece of <clears throat> coral that basically geodized. Man, yes, so I it's mean, a, a agatized that's the coral damn universe. Geo. It's the universe. It's the right universe. inside there, you know, you could just. Fall into that, magnify it, and it would be you like you're this? in deep space. Yeah, I found this in here in Georgia. And you you cut it in half or had some? I cut it in half. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Cut it on a rock saw. My friend Derek polished it for me. Wait, no, I polished this one. Yeah, I, I polished this one. So what's so that? You know what it looks like when you find it. Just it would just be a rock. To yeah. Me. What like, does that look like on the back side? On the back side, it just it, it just actually like it actually looks probably, like a right? coral head though. Like you can oh, see yeah. the structure of the coral. You can? Okay. Yeah, but it's it's still like it it's not necessarily ugly, but it's all rough and stuff. Yeah. And it just right. looks like a rock basically. Um, like I would never know to pick that up. Yeah. The the <laughs> the way I knew this one was a geode is there's like a little hole going into it, and like you could like fill it with water. You would like put it underwater, and it would like bubble. Mm-hmm. And then you could take it out, and like the water would just pour out the little hole, and you're like, "Oh man, there's like some empty space in there." Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, that's how you, you mm-hmm. cut them open. You mm-hmm. find that incredible image, mm-hmm. you know, on the inside. And that's already polished there. That's when it's polished. Yeah, so that's you just awesome. polish it. It's so like it's just so beautiful. You get lost staring at it. You still have yeah. that one. I still have that. Absolutely. I would never get rid. Of I'll that. never. I can't. <laughs> yeah. I, that's my favorite one I've ever found. That that's an agatized coral geode like that, like by far. I could never that, get rid of that you one. You couldn't have painted that any better. I mean, no, mm-hmm. it's just a, a beautiful scene. The colors, and it's so it's so cool. Like it has a, it's like it's art from yeah. nature. Yeah, but it's also it tells such a story. Being a a, a piece of coral, you know. For, How can like you... this was an organic piece of stuff living in the bottom of an ocean when South Georgia was underwater. 30 million years ago and, and then this happened and then this happened now this is what it looks like it's just yeah. you know it's crazy everything just kind of goes through its cycles and changes over and mm. who knows what it's going to change into you could have never thought that coral was going to look like that one day you know yeah but coral never saw that coming uh, never did <laughs> maybe maybe somebody will dig my head up in the future <laughs> <laughs> I want I want a geodized Kyle Keller head. Oh, polish me up. Cut me in half. Cut it in half and there's like calcite inside it. Yeah. Great. Half trucker hat. <laughs> the trucker hat's on there too, all crystallized. Yeah. But that trucker hat didn't know it ended up like this. Oh, there we go. That was fun. Right, check this out. I can't read it. It says Joe Brodowski Body Shop. <laughs> yeah, this was sign in a in a river. River. This was up in Michigan. Oh, really? Yeah, this is up in Michigan. Over this was cool to me. Now I see, I saw you this picture, yep. and then then I saw these uh, uh, articles 
photographed articles. Yep. So, so you find stuff like this, have no clue, and then you go to Google and yep. start researching it and then come up with this next picture. Joe Berdowski Body Shop. Oh, so you did you put up? Yeah, there Look. it is. Yeah, that's <laughs> There's Joe. <laughs> yep. Isn't that cool? It says yeah, right wow. there. They called him an inventor. Yeah. Like something. Build your own said. convertible by Joe Berdowski. Yeah. Huh. And see, he says he see his behind the behind the modest facade of flip top enterprises at 112 Cass Avenue, Vassar, Michigan. I was in Vassar, Michigan when I found that in the Cass River. And I looked up that address and it was right on the bank of the river, basically. Right oh, where I found the sign, too. Oh. So it's like, I don't know if his business burnt down at some point and they just bulldozed it into the river yeah, or right. something. You know, who knows? I mean, it, or, or somebody it, says, damn it, Ronnie, and they just threw it out there. <laughs> like, or, 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 you know, <laughs> I Joe, told you to. to <laughs> maybe Joe Berdowski didn't fix someone's car right and they got mad and took his sign and threw it in the river. And Or a hurricane might have. Uh, so, so a tornado might have went through there. Well, I don't people were, yeah, there could have been that too, or a flood. People, mm -hmm. people were talking about, uh, they were commenting on my video. So I make I make YouTube videos about all my treasure hunting and stuff like that. And so I filmed that day, and a lot of people commented on that video. They were like, oh, I did some research, and turns out like Joe Berdowski has a son that's still alive and lives in Saginaw, Michigan, and all this stuff. And it was like kind of towards the end of my trip, so I didn't mm -hmm. actually really look into that. But I'm going to go back up in October is the plan right now. And I'm going to try and look him up sure. and see if I can get a hold of Joe's son. Joe's been dead for a while, but yeah. if I can get a hold of Joe's son, who's Joseph, apparently. Um, well, this and was I, can give, I would love to give him the sign. Evidently yeah. like, in a cool. magazine like Popular Mechanics. Or, well, it is Popular Mechanics. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, did that have a date on it? 19, this this was 1964. 64, so his son. It was a 1964 issue. I don't know. He's probably older than me. Uh, oh wow! Okay, or as old as me. Yeah, you know. Uh, uh, how about that, Joey? Joey Berdowski. Yeah, That's I cool, was like, though. if I can get that sign back to someone in the family, that'd be so cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. I like, I, I, I was very excited to find something like that because I'm sure it's one of a kind. Because there's Joey, no you know, it's his shop, but mm -hmm. but I think it belongs with the family if I can find. Well, someone. you know, the son probably has old family scrapbook you know yep. with when his here's when dad opened his body shop and there's the sign up there oh yeah christine and this is the sign from the here's picture the sign. how much <laughs> <laughs> it's the one uh well i don't know whatever you think i'll is tell fair. you that in the domain name <laughs> <laughs> so these uh your uh Paleontology has took you all over the place. What's the furthest out you've been from from home? From Florida? Yeah. Really? I mean, I, all I've done so far was a lot of back and forth between here and Michigan. Okay. Um, and his mom's in Michigan. And everywhere in between. Mm -hmm. uh, but I've also I took little side trips off to mm -hmm. Missouri. I went to Missouri last October and hunted for quartz crystals there at this place called Haunted Ridge, which is really cool. And... I go to Alabama quite a bit. Mm. I guess yeah, some of the stuff we looked at earlier is from Alabama, but mm. Alabama's loaded with cool stuff to find. It's a great state for that. And it's one of the most, I think it is the most biodiverse state in the whole United States. Really? Yep. Alabama. Alabama doesn't get some credit it deserves sometimes. It's a beautiful mm. state. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot yeah. like Georgia, you know. It's mountainous. 
at the top and uh yep. uh kind of swampy at the bottom and uh, Gulf Coast and I think it's one of few states also that has geologic exposures dating all the way back to the Cambrian, which is 500 million years, but it's one of the only states that has exposures from that time all the way to the most recent, like every different exposure, basically. Like uh-huh. it has a little bit of all of that all the in same between, spot, but, just in, but in, in, in different spots in the state. So yeah. the, the state's geologic history goes back 500 million years. And all the way, and then it goes all the way to recent. You can find like fossils and stuff from most time periods, basically. Mm. Cool. So this uh, town, this Waycross, Georgia, where we're sitting right here, was uh, brimming with uh, sea bass and oh yeah, uh, catfish and. Uh, tetrapods. <laughs> <laughs> At one time, it's true. You go back uh, far you enough. You said uh, the uh, the original coastline was Alabama. Uh, well, or, so it through or, it would go through Alabama, but in Georgia we call it the fall line. Yeah. Right there, right near Macon. So it angles from the Gulf Coast. It kind of just angles up. I think it does. Uh, it, like that. I would have to look at a map to see where it mm. goes in Alabama and all that. But I know through Georgia, it's kind of a pretty good shot right through the middle, it yeah. seems like. And it's like, it's angled a little bit, but. The fall line. Yeah, and, the, uh, the, the shoreline was there, I think, for a longer period of time. So you just got that elevation change. Beep. Mm-hmm. And it, it changes too from I think the <clears throat> older the from older rocks above the fall line to more recent stuff yeah. below it. The the coastal plain basically is coastal what's plain. what's south I love of the fall all line. The name ge- geologic names. Yep. The fall line, the coastal plain, the continental shelf. Yep. <laughs> I mean that's uh, all good. That's all good stuff to put into songs. Oh I, yeah. I want to write a oh, song uh, called the uh, fall Randall line. Randall Bramlett you know? wrote a good one. Uh, God was in the water that day. Mm-hmm. And uh, he talks about the old Ian. Ian writes some of the, the catfish song. Mm-hmm. It, it's pretty cool, you know. Oh. He's talking about you've been here for millions of years, and and you look at me in my puny little clothes, and you say, <laughs> "I'm cool, man. Look at you. You're worried about your credit cards and your bills and." Just take those clothes off, man. Be like me. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of the greatest uh, concert songs when Ian comes over to our uh, (laughs) Grand Parsons Festival. That is a killer. That's a. He's got a catfish mask that he's. Oh, wow. He he gets behind it and he says, Get out of the man. Just be cool like me. (laughs) He's speaking like the catfish. Dialogue in this song is great. <laughs> He's a great songwriter too. God knows he can, he can he can get out there. But that's the he use he pulls a lot of them historical things like the Pleiades, which is constellation constellation the uh, sacred harp singers <laughs> uh. and uh, I love it. I love that. Uh, terminology yeah and that's that that's what songwriting is though it's being able to 
say something a little bit different than, yep. I mean, how many times can you say love is good or love is real? You know, the most popular songs in the history of songwriting are love songs. And, uh, how many ways are there to say in, in a three minute song, how many ways are there to say, I love you? <laughs> Uh-huh. People keep writing them though. Oh, yeah. People yeah. keep writing them. Yeah, there's it just keeps going. There's more and more ways to say it all the time. Yeah. There's always some new fools around the bend. That's right. <laughs> Find themselves in love. Hey. And they need a soundtrack, Dave. Get on it. <laughs> <laughs> Why do fools fall all in you love? Need is love. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what else we got up there. Uh, what else did you find? Beyond in the my, scope uh, file of mortal men. Yeah. Hey, okay. Well, speaking of there's something right? y'all have in common. Yeah, I start. I, I meant to uh, put mine in there too, <laughs> so we could uh, compare them. Is that <laughs> is that you now? That's me. That's uh, okay. Not me now. Look at my hair. It's not long. <laughs> it's me a now, few this, years ago. This fella. Abe, scratch down there in the left-hand corner, says Abe. Yep. That is a uh, premier songwriter out of uh, Mobile, Alabama. And uh, he is going to be one of the headliners at the Graham Parsons Guitar Pool. Uh, Actually, he will have already come and gone (laughs) by the time y'all are looking at this. He was great. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, he is great. Yeah, uh, you need to check out Abe Partridge, Abraham Partridge, uh, uh, Alabama astronauts. There he is. Um, Lincoln Pear Tree. He's 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 uh, very talented. You talking about uh, strange words and uh, way of working. Uh, uh, a different take on uh, on uh, <laughs> life's subject matter. This guy can do it. I'm telling you now. Words, so, uh, words. So you have uh, you, you've uh, you've struck up a pretty good friendship with. with I, Abe, I love Abe. I've known Abe for a long the, time. Have you? Yeah. Where did y'all meet? We met through a, a very strange avenue because I think I want to say this was 2014 or something like that. And I'm I'm fresh out of high school. It's like I graduated in 2012, you know, and I think it was 2014 when or 2015, somewhere around that time. I'm playing in a band with my friends and we're <clears throat> kind of based out of Nashville. I'm still in Nashville at the time, I'm not down in Gainesville yet. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm playing in this band called Balloon Assembly Line. Balloon. It's like kind of Assembly punk rock line. stuff, and I'm <laughs> playing bass in it. And Abe has this Alabama astronaut record label he's doing, and he hits us up somehow. I guess finds the music and was like, "I want to put out a seven inch thing with you or something." I think that's how it came to be. Him uh-huh. and Kelby did the talking, but like it was. We put out like this little square lathe cut vinyl in this band I was in. So it was like had the 
grooves and a circle on it, but the whole thing was there. Like it was square. square. <laughs> it was, it's really interesting. Yeah. And it was clear. Um, and it was a seven inch. But we did that. And so some number of years, a few years after that, I guess, Abe started playing more solo shows. And he mm-hmm. came to Valdosta. And I played a show with him in Valdosta. Um, and then, so I've known him since then. And that was okay. quite a long time ago. Y'all do a lot of work together. Though. I've seen all those pictures, Blue Jay. Yep, um, we've done Blue Jay. The first time I ever played Blue Jay Listening Room was with Abe. I opened a show for him there. Um, and we both did the Frank Brown Songwriter Festival last year. I think year. I got the picture of that. And uh, we're doing it again this year, and most of my shows are with him again. Yeah, where's, Frank Brown. Where's Frank Brown? Uh, that's like Florabama over there. So it's like Gulf Shores mm. at General Area, right on the Florida-Alabama line. But, yeah, there's me and Abe and Jack Barksdale. That's Jack. <laughs> that's Jack Happy Barksdale. Dog. Yep, and that was at the that's, – that's in Florabama in the main room there. And we is did that during 30A? Uh, no, or this is Frank Brown Songwriter Festival. Yeah. Okay. So. But, yeah, man, Jack Barksdale, what a talent. He's oh, probably yeah. about. He's 15 there. 15 he was 15 there. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, Abe was like, don't forget about us. Because <laughs> <laughs> Jack's just a, man, he's he's so, so talented. Mm-hmm. Great songwriter and incredible guitar player, even at. 15 man it's crazy i was talking with his mother and father he's out of texas about tried to get him for this year's guitar pool and yeah he was already obligated during those dates and oh man so maybe next time yeah he'd be great to have Mm -hmm. super super cool dude great kid that was a fun round yeah, I, I mean, you're up there with Abe Partridge and Jack yeah. Barksdale. It's like this That's is crazy. Cool. Yeah. What else you got there, Justin? Keep on going, Kyle Kelly. Okay. Uh, so I'll never hang up my hat. Was a single. Yep, that was a single mm-hmm. from the record. It's a new one. Yep, That's brand new then. Huh? Yep. <laughs> Who did that artwork? My friend Bree Blaga. She's in. She's down nice. in my area. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's cool. It's beautiful. She's a super talented artist. She's my she's my best friend's partner. And okay. yeah, I kind of told her generally what I wanted for this. I was like, I was like, I want to drive home the idea of never hanging up your hat. So how about a skull wearing a hat? <laughs> I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> and then so that's a in the eye there is a dogwood flower. Mm-hmm. I've always loved dogwood flower imagery because Nashville, Georgia, they call the city of dogwoods. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I've kind of always had a love for that them. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, and I, I want to get some hats made, right? Yeah. That say right. I'll never hang up my exactly. hat. I got to do that soon. <laughs> so you you came up with okay. I'm kissing the donkey. <laughs> no, that's kiss my ass. That's the. Uh, <laughs> That's the total pictorial that's, representation of that phrase. That's hilarious. <laughs> look at look at my like beardless face. <laughs> now this last picture it just uh, worries me. So I definitely want to get the uh, uh, behind the explanation. So worry you because I'm kissing ass? Huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect to see that, man. Was <laughs> <laughs> that you, Kyle? That's me. Mm. Yeah. I, Halloween. 
That's Halloween. No, it's just a regular no. weekend. <laughs> That's just a Tuesday. I was in like a drag just, show. Just, just Tuesday. <laughs> this was at a, this just a Tuesday at the General Club. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> that was the yeah. That was Halloween in tw- in the year twenty sixteen. I did. I did it. Something. That's when that was. I did it. You did it. I would hit it. Oh you. Kinda. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a good looking woman right there. I'm hey. gonna tell you, it was funny because your Get sister. You. I saw one of her comments on this picture. She said, "You're cuter than me." <laughs> <laughs> See, I need to do this again one year. Just keep the beard though. <laughs> That'd be good. Beard's uh, the beard's a deal breaker for me. Can you imagine? This is hilarious. And I like, I'm, I'm actually drunk. a lot thinner there than I am now. So it's kind of hilarious like, that it just worked perfect. An old drunk in the corner over there during Halloween contest. Dude, I'm, I think I'm. I think I'm gonna. Yeah, hit her She's up. so pretty. I won't. I'm gonna hit her up. <laughs> I love redheads. <laughs> Redheaded cowgirl. Well, let's see. God, that's hilarious that you found that. That was that was cool. We went. I'm just from... going to leave it on the internet forever. It's no use taking it off. <laughs> well, <laughs> now, now there's not. They pulled it. <laughs> we, we went from fossils to freaks in, in just a matter of pictures. Is that the title of this podcast? Fossils to freaks. <laughs> Fossils to freaks. <laughs> Freaky fossils. Hey. Uh, relics to redheads. I like, uh, I like that. That's nice. Um, well, let's talk about your, uh, let's see, in between the last time we had you way back in cool. I don't even know 2020. 2020. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, that's it does see it seems like forever ago, but seems it's like, only been three years. That seems like an eternity uh, at this does. point. Uh so we haven't been doing this for four years. We're in our fourth year. Because we started did we start in twenty nineteen or or in January of twenty twenty? I think we started in January twenty twenty. Yeah, and then like and then it got the COVID. by March we were psh, first episode up. came out February twenty. So I wonder, did we record that in late 2019, perhaps? Possibly. Um, Between then and now, you've you've got a new album. Yep. Is that right? And it was recorded here? It was recorded right here, yeah. What do you call this place? Justin Mercer. Justin? Caution Light Studios. I call it home. <laughs> he calls it the void. The rack room. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't call it anything, really. Just Turned up studio. <laughs> Turned up. Turned up volume. Gas monkey. Turned up. Gas monkey studios. <laughs> um, I, you should name in honor of Sean Strange Bird Studios. Yeah. You're going to have to pay him for that, Justin. I need me some mailbox money. <laughs> it's pine box box money. <clears throat> pine box, uh, box, box. Justin does uh, work with a lot of folks. Uh, the Page Brothers out of Adele have, has recorded a, a EP with Justin, and uh, we we've got some tracks sitting in the can. Yeah. Pine Box Dwellers recorded. Pine Box is recorded here as well. Well, uh, at the other house, but 
Right. I recorded at the other house too, the first album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in a closet. And uh, you can see, you can see <laughs> a lot of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember that old closet. I used to set my tequila right on the, right above. Once the Dave hangers. came out, he never went back in. <laughs> That's the void. That's the void. <laughs> That's the void. And so, it had a curtain that got stuck in it or something. Got stuck in the door. The curtain meant uh, that the red light was on, right? That it was recording. <laughs> Um, so uh, your album just came out what July 21st July 21st what's the name of it The Great American Highway can we uh, hear maybe the single that uh, there's a few singles right there's a few there's three singles I think well you pick one you pick what you want to hear you you pick what you want Oh man, uh, our audience! I'll never hear. hang up my hat since we saw the artwork. We can do yeah. that. Or Justin, you had those videos too. When you when are when are we doing those? Or do you we'll, just throw those in later? Mm-hmm. We'll do the musical segment. This isn't one of the songs that you did, right? What this is? So, I mean, what on the video? Ooh, I like that. Austin Brockner on lead guitar, my buddy Gainesville. Well, sometimes I just want to take off my boots and trade them in for some corporate shoes. Take off my flannel, buy me a suit. Find a real job and become someone new As much as I'd really love to slow down I can't help but keep living fast Oh, I'll hang up the laundry, I'll hang down my head But I'll never hang up my head <laughs> So friends, if you love something your fears drive you mad well, you know that you look better with it so don't ever hang up your Sometimes I just want to quit that a stand up man? Nope. That's Justin Mercer on the things. Got a good stand up sound on that. Songs are too slow. They put Electric bass. Yeah, it does have that. Guess no one cares to know what they mean. But every time that I try to give up. I just end up feeling so lost Well, I might be afraid or I might be ashamed But I'll never stop singing my songs And so, friends, if you love something, do it And don't let your fears hold you back 
Connor. Yep. Oh, that's Connor on the drums. You know that you look better with it So don't ever hang up your hat is smooth now you got the you got that uh it's almost like you remember don williams yep they called him <laughs> uh i can't remember what they called him but it was uh <laughs> mel torme on the other side of the coin he was an old crooner from, yeah from the big band there mel torme was the velvet fog oh, <laughs> that's cool. what they called him that was his nickname velvet fog and you got you kind of right in there with that uh club yeah you, you got a crooner real uh smooth delivery it. yeah old yeah. don williams man i love to hear that man sing someone once told me that my voice sounded like what it feels like to drink a nice, warm, fresh cup of coffee. <laughs> okay. <laughs> something like that. Or like fudge and hot chocolate. <laughs> some, I don't, some people have said some pretty crazy stuff to me. <laughs> they mostly just tell me to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Stop that. Can we take a break? Yeah, we'll right let's back. take a little short break. We'll come back with some more Cal Keller stories and Cal Keller music. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Something in my brain won't let me stray. Something in my veins gonna find its way. Something in the water taught me how to pray. Hey y'all, my name is Kyle Keller. This is my song, The Great American Highway, the title track off my most recent record, which was released July 21st, 2023. Hope you enjoy it. start your engine about seven o'clock in the morning when you're looking down that highway with thoughts you gotta get to sort getting ready for a drive thinking of the who's the where's the why's and why the ways of the world end in so much suffering 
So I headed out of Gainesville I took a pit stop up in Waynesville Someone asked me for a dollar But I gave him five Well I was looking at all the people All their good and all their evil Just none of us gonna make it out of this world alive So I busted out of that town, back down the great American highway Maybe looking for a place I could call my home And when I looked at all the trees and all the mountains and the streams I wonder how in the hell could anyone ever feel alone Oh well then I got to thinking, you know home ain't some kind of place It's a feel good feeling to get down in your bones Well you can find it in a lover in the winter or the summer Or you can find it out here on the open road Shaking from all the miles I was making And it caught on fire so I rolled it down a hill And then I rolled my eyes and laughed at all the good times I've had And that piece of shit car I wouldn't even steal I stuck my thumb up in the wind and Some trucker picked me up, he said, son, I hope you find a place to stay Well I said, sir, you're sure a blessing And when he asked where I was headed I said, buddy, we're all just heading to the grave. Oh, yeah. All right. I love how he blacked out the screen right at that last (laughs) hit. That's, uh, man. Is that a new storyteller? That's the that's off that's the title track of the record. Oh American yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. The Great American Highway. That's 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 classic. That's uh, encompasses a whole lot. That whole life. Oh, absolutely. The Great American Highway. We've been traveling down it since we was born. Yep. I've never seen a cutaway like that. That's yeah, it's a scallop or something. I call it a scallop, right? Like That's it's cool. scalloped because it doesn't go all the way to the back. Right. I like it. It's very, very neat. And that, that guitar does sound amazing. I got this guitar from a friend of mine in Gainesville named Mark. And he, he I don't, I actually am not entirely sure how he acquired the guitar, mm. but he told me that it was this guy. I think he was based in Indiana, is what he said. Britain guitars. B R I T O N or B R I T T O N. It looks like T T O N. Yeah, I sent them a message of Facebook on Facebook because they have a Facebook page, and I talked to the guy's uh, his nephew. I guess I think he said I think who I talked to is like, oh, it's my uncle who makes the guitars, but I run the Facebook page, and so mm-hmm. I sent him some videos of like these and stuff. I was like, hey, I was like, this guitar is great. Like we recorded it on the record. Here's the record. Like. And so you recorded with that guitar the whole record? Uh, a couple songs were on my Martin, but most of the songs were on this guitar. Cool. Yeah, and so it was really cool to 
to tell him that he was all excited and he's been sharing videos to their Facebook page of me playing now because yeah. I'm playing their guitar and stuff. It's kind of cool. I'm like thinking maybe one day they'll do like a custom Kyle Keller yeah, guitar they, or something. Yeah, we could build, like build one, one together. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Yeah, that'd be great. Heck yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 
sad. <laughs> Great. You're the Americana crooner. The Americana crooner. I like that. <laughs> Sounds cool. <laughs> I'm into it. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. It does. As I said before. Great album. As I said before, smooth. Sometimes I just want to take off my boots Trade them in for some cold booted shoes Take off my flannel, buy me a suit Find a real job and become someone new As much as I'd really love to slow down I can't help but keep living fast I'll hang up the laundry I'll hang down my head But I'll never hang up my hat And so friends, if you love something, do it And don't let your fears drive you mad But you know that you look better with it Sometimes I just want to quit singing songs Cause I hate my voice and my songs are too long Songs are too slow, they put folks to sleep I guess no one cares to know what they mean Every time that I try to give up I just end up feeling so lost I might be afraid or I might be ashamed I'll never stop singing my songs And so friends, if you love something, do it Don't let your fears hold you back You know that you look better with it So don't ever hang up your hat something do it and don't let your fears hold you back you know that you look better with it so don't ever hang up your
Like how you get it with the hat. And then yeah, you and get then one the, of the, the hats. deer with the hat and the, yeah. the hat, too. The deer's like, I'm not going to hang up my hat either. I ain't doing it. Listen, I can't man. even hang it up. I don't got arms. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hanging on me, but I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, there was a line in that song. I, I'm sure, I mean, you wrote it, so I know you you feel it because uh, that's what songwriters do, and we all feel that insecurity. Yeah. About, uh, I hate my voice and my songs are too long. You really, <laughs> that's, that's truth. Oh yeah. There's yeah, always been a truth it? to that stuff. You, know? yeah. <laughs> Gotta be. you can't, you, you, you get up there in front of people, you know, and you think, uh, if they're not responding, of course they're doing whatever they do. They're eating, know? they're mm-hmm. watching TV, they're, <laughs> drinking they're talking to their spouse or something we sit up there take every sentiment to heart you know it's like absolutely they hate me they (laughs) They think i suck (laughs) i hate me too (laughs) (laughs) if they hate me i hate me (laughs) that's great that's (laughs) That's a good song. But then that verse is followed, like the, the second half of that verse is the, the, the other side of that. It's like, yeah, it's okay, like, I feel this way about it, yeah. but I have to do it. I, I can't right. stop. Well, you can't you know? stop. No, you can't. And it's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's, it's, in it's your, too important. It's in your blood, and yeah. you'll rationalize it out in the long run, you yep. know, because you're going to get, they're few and far between, but you get a gig where everybody's just going, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Every time I play Blue Jay Listening Room, I feel like I'm on top of the world. It's such a great like, place. It's, that's how it kind of is in the Golden Isles as well. But like, mm-hmm. you can go to these spots, yep. and people are all into it. And They're then you it. go 30 minutes this way, and they don't give a shit. Yeah. Caught on fire. They don't <laughs> look up there. Like, whatever, man. It yeah. the guy's on and, fire. Uh, oh, so cool, every man. night, it's just like a luck of the draw what you're going to get. Uh, yeah, and uh, those gigs are the best. I mean, like when I think about mm-hmm. what I'm doing musically, I mean, it's like it's not bar music, it's not party music. It's it's kind of meant to be in a listening environment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole point is to connect with people, connect with strangers. Really, yeah. I was talking to a friend the other day about that. I was like, it's so crazy to be in a listening room like Blue Jay or something, and you're just in a room full of strangers. But you're all there for the same reason. Yeah, you're all there to yeah. like connect with each other. So somebody, mm-hmm. somebody that's going to attend a listening room is already they're ready. They're, they're ready mm-hmm. for. They're that ready to like let me see what this. And yeah. I want to check this guy out. Not Joe's Pizza, and you're trying. You're set up in the corner. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So that's where if you fail in that environment, then you really need to do some soul searching. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but when but when you can do good in Joe's Pizza. <laughs> the same oh, time. That's, a, that's a whole nother level <laughs> of wow. I level. thought this was, I thought I was going to blow my brains out at the end of the night, but I mean, you did good. I got that's true. Of, I've had dinner know. gigs that turned out great. You know, yeah. it happens, it does. You just never know what it's going to be. And uh, the main thing you have to take away from it is it's not your fault. <laughs> yep. But it, it, it feels not. like it is. Like, it feels it like does it. feel like it. But yeah, you I'm know. always like outside of myself. Well, I feel like I'm always like two feet behind myself looking at myself going, you It's like jackass. a baseball player. <laughs> Nobody cares about this song, dude. Hurry it up. <laughs> Come it's on, like a baseball man. player. 
Monday night, you can go out and hit a grand slam home run. Tuesday night, you can go out and strike out four times. That's you know? right. It's a long season. <laughs> the we're, numbers at the end of the season. We're still talking about women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The numbers at the end of the season would tell it all. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> hey, Lord. He, he hit some grand slams. He wrote some good ones. But, boy, that one was a clunker. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. I'm trying to think of an example of that. Like Somebody would be like, wow, wow. You know, like putting yeah. out the hits. And then it's like, what the hell? <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> Shiny, the Great yeah. American Highway. That's available. Everywhere. Everywhere. Anywhere you want. Even Deezer. Can you t- can, you got a close up of the album? even Deezer? <laughs> close cover, up of the photo, the cover, the photo. What's happening? There we go. That's a little better, eh? Zoom in on it. No, it's all right. <laughs> that looks like a iguana. It's, it's a dead water moccasin that I saw on Highway 168 coming out of Nashville, Georgia. Did he die of natural causes? He Pole did not thing. die of natural causes. <laughs> Pole thing. Did you slide your brakes on him? I didn't slide my brakes on him. Somebody I, did. I've been, I had, I've had this fascination of taking roadkill photos for a, a year now. Yeah. Or so, and I, but specifically on vintage film cameras. So I took this on a, I took this photo on a Yashica A, which is a, a, a little a film camera that takes 120 millimeter film and it was made in 1956 Wow! and it takes square photos so every photo you take is an album cover already it's, it's great you're, you're kind of like a, a serial killer starter kit that's right i think serial taking killer. pictures of is that no, my like no, no, I love metal <laughs> side Ladies and gentlemen, singer, songwriter, paleontologist, and roadkill expert. Roadkill expert. Dude, your next album should be Serial Killer. Serial Killer is your next album. Have you got more? Or the Serial Killer tour. I've got all kinds of roadkill pictures now. You should put a book out. There there was a dead bird outside of your house. That's that's actually what I've been thinking about. Dave, I got a coffee table book. There was a a dead bird on uh, Connor's side of your house. Yeah. Did you see it? Uh, I think I run over it with the lawnmower. It was already dead. Oh, God. I, I felt something like that. Well, when, I don't know. It, it had was it an, on the road? It, no, it was on the little sidewalk up to uh, Connor's door. But anyway. Nice. Oh, really? Um, it was no. all, you could see the skeleton and all, and there's ants and everything. I, bet you I took a little, a little bit, video, but all the ants. A little bit probably. It was like, a tr- it it was like an intersection of highway. A little highway. Sure. Of, yeah. I remember running cool. over a little object uh, out by the side of the highway, and then next time I passed, I, I said, there's a dead bird out on the Central Avenue. A little bit probably went out there and mm-hmm. discovered it at night. You know how they bring you gifts? Yeah. He probably yeah. toted it up to Connor's door. You're trying to get to over there, Justin. <laughs> What's that signal? Just type in Pull Insta- up his prom Compo pictures. Instagram. I think it should go if you do... Kyle Keller and Instagram. Um, your cat loves you. <laughs> I do want to do a book, Dave. That's that's been the plan, kind of since I started it. I want to do a little 
like a coffee table coffee book, table basically, books. of mm-hmm. roadkill, roadkill photos. And but then I would I would like a portion of proceeds to go to like wildlife protection, mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, something kind of something mm-hmm. for a cause. Write, write a good co- uh, get somebody to write you a good foreword. Oh yeah, like uh, singer songwriter paleontologist. We're on the gram now. Are you looking for roadkill photos? There's another one. There's an owl on there somewhere. Oh, there's the snake. There's the back of the record, that that dirt road. Dirt road. Dirt road. There's Dick Willie Dick. Nelson for president. That's part of Butch Anthony's roadside art attraction thing he sets up. That was like in the middle of nowhere in Alabama. <laughs> I'd vote for him. I'd vote for Willie, too. RV. Isn't he too old? No. <laughs> He's pickled. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a film photo right there. That palm trees. That's a film photo there. That's a film photo. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, man. And you're all over the place i was noticing your photos on facebook just that's the owl that's whole the whole thing that's that's in that's in that 168 too nashville georgia it, that picture looks very dystopian to me i know i can't it's, figure out what's what it's like the, those are trees in the background but they kind of look like a cityscape or something oh wait a minute is his little eyes uh, his head upside down yeah his eyes. Yep. yep you can see his little beak and there's even his a little beak bit. right there Yep. Yep, Oh, man. Isn't that wild? Yeah. I've got a... That's literally wild. I'm I'm trying to get, like, as many as I can. Like, I saw a diamondback recently and snapped a bunch of pictures of a diamondback on the road. Well, one thing for shirting. Shirting. (laughs) Shirting. Yeah. You got plenty of subject Plenty of subject matter around here. You can call the book Roadkill Over Coffee. Roadkill Over Coffee. I think that's... (laughs) That cow ain't dead. Roadkill Coffee. That cow's not dead. And he ain't in the road. (laughs) That was, yeah. yeah. Now show show a steak. The prequel. Now show a steak, medium rare. Yeah. Oh, man. That train ain't dead. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't meet him. Now, who is this Painted Lady Records? That's a local Gainesville record label. Okay. Painted Lady Records. And they just, what, they, distribute? They me in. Yeah, they actually, so I'm going to have CDs this week, physical copies. But it's going to be these. Yeah, it's going to be a Great American here. Highway. Yep. They're just acting as your distribution? Yep. Okay. Cool. That's good. They're, they're going to cover costs for vinyl here soon, too. Heck yeah. Nice. So that'll be sweet. Man, that's a... Man. Chunk of money. That's a lot of money. That's well, that's gonna be. They're gonna handle online sales too. So we want to be more like you. I remember uh, um, you had uh, your uh, paleontology stuff was YouTube. You put out yep. videos and stuff. You monetize that. I you ended up monetizing yep. that. That's how I pay my bills. I tell you, how do we? Does it generate a lot of money? We're struggling. I do decent. I pay my bills. You pay your bills. I don't YouTube. make a lot of money, but With I YouTube. pay my bills through YouTube. You just hit. Wow. You just hit a nerve, and people. You you found a bunch of people who are damn interested in yeah. what you're doing. 
So that's that's the difference right there. Ain't nobody interested in this. <laughs> well, sometimes you eat the bear and sometimes well. I'm the bear. interested in this. Hey. Peace. When this video goes up, I'll we're post a link to, to my audience. We're trying to make it fun. We're like, trying to make it funny. It we're trying to make it interesting. We're trying to make it musical. Uh, we have some episodes that are intelligent, you know, uh, some that are some that are not pure entertainment, some that are there very he's slow. On, <laughs> he's on the channel now. Wild cow. Wild cow. Well, I, 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 my hat's off to you, buddy. I mean, that's that's something mm-hmm. to accomplish. That yeah. I've been at it since and, 2018. And yeah, oh yeah, that far back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that recent, so recent. <laughs> um, Relatively speaking. Well, you're doing it all. You know, you're living your dream. That's the beauty of it. You're, you're playing all these songwriter showcases. You're rubbing shoulders with some Dinosaurs. talented big folks. You, oh, yeah. you got all of this going for you. You're rubbing shoulders with dinosaurs. <laughs> rubbing shoulders with dinosaurs. That's right. Rubbing Waldos. Waldos. Yeah, I used to call. <laughs> we What's talk, the story behind that? We talked that? about that behind the scenes that yeah. I, I used to uh, call shoulders Waldos, apparently, oh, when I was oh, a young, okay. really little kid, and I would like be like going up to my dad like, Waldos. Waldos. <laughs> Waldos. And somehow my sister knew what I was saying, but my parents had no idea. Somehow my sister knew that it meant shoulders. She's like, he, he means, means shoulders. Holding. She means shoulder. Or he means shoulders. Waldos. Like, and you're... Uh, Waldos. Your Where's niece, Waldo? your sister, niece. My sister, what? Said, uh, called what? La- uh, my niece oh. called, she would. She couldn't say water, so she said lurler. Lurler. <laughs> That's the sound that it makes. Lurler melon. Lurler melon. Lurler melon. Lurler. When Connor was probably about two, just learning how to talk, he used to call... Bread, Bila. Bila. Yeah. Bila. Bila. Well, that explains some things. <laughs> Bila. It's fascinating. Mind of a child. <laughs> the mind oh, of a child. Oh, some Bila, some Lerner, and some, some Waldos. I want right to eat. now. I want to drink some Lurler with my Bila, and I'm going to go to sleep on your Waldo. See, that's the real language before the government gets involved. Tell you what to say. Telling us how to say it. (sighs) If I want to say Lurler, it's like Steve Steve Martin comedy routine. If you you take a child and you ought... uh, you intentionally program him to say things. <laughs> and when he gets to school, he, he says, I'd like to shuck a banana in the uh, shuck a banana. Slow, you know, they, which meant I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to shuck a banana in the west wind. Shuck a banana. I got to shake the bush, boss. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's do this uh, tale of the week time, folks. It's yeah, time to get in your corners now and uh, put the kids to bed. Only their lurla 
And their Bila. <laughs> and their Waldos. And their Waldos. It's time for all Bilas to hit the Waldos. And I got a couple of videos in the body of the uh Is this email Kyle's bomb? To... What? It's no, not my mother. No. <laughs> That's Probably. actually me. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's another she, Halloween. Ain't she pretty? <laughs> By the time I entered my senior year of high school in 1970, I had become a full-fledged audiophile. I had yet to pick up a guitar, but I was forking out my job earnings left and right, building up quite a handsome collection of record albums. When I started an after-school job with the Waycross Journal-Herald Advertising Department in the summer of 70, I immediately took some of my paycheck and laid down a deposit on a Magnavox component stereo system from Heron Brothers Furniture on Plant Avenue. Then every week I'd go around to J.C. Penney's Home and Auto Center where the lovely Susan Collins with the long black hair would sell me two Beatles albums until I had their entire catalog. Some of my other early purchases were Crosby, Steels, and Nash. Good one. Neil Young's After the Gold Rush. Another good one. Grand Funk Railroad's Closer to Home. And Chicago Transit Authority. That was Chicago's first album. Before they dropped the Transit Authority, that was back when bands named had lo- these long names, right? Crosby, Stills and Nash, Grand Funk Railroad, Five Chicago Hawks Transit Quillers. Authority, Big Brother and the Holding Company, Uncle, Uncle David, <laughs> Uncle Dave's Waycross Stagecoach. <laughs> See, several weeks before high school graduation, our Ware County High senior class descended upon Lars Walker Lake, just east of Waycross for one final outdoor hoorah. It was there that I sat in William Rowell's Ford Mustang as he played for me, Rides Again, the second album by James Gang on his eight-track tape player. From the syncopated psychedelic opening guitar slur of Funk 49, I was unswerving in my dedication to this newfound discovery. Here it goes, listen to this. Wait, you got to start it over. You got to hear it from the... <laughs> Damn it, Justin. All right, now. God. Look. That was it, boy. I was hooked. I ran out and grabbed me a copy of the album. About a week later, our journalism class rode the bus to Athens home of the Henry W. Grady School of Journalism for an end-of-the-year awards ceremony. I managed to nip around the corner to a record store where I grabbed Jang's Gang's first release called Your Album. There that was. And I enjoyed that one just as much. That's, uh... Jim Fox in the upper right-hand corner, the guy with the bl- uh, black hair and the glasses, he was the drummer for the James Gang. And very important in the history of the James Gang. A newly purchased record album was magic waiting to happen. Once I got it home and ripped the cellophane off the cover, the 
first thing that hit me was the smell of printed cardboard, vinyl lacquer. Astride the turntable, the needle was carefully placed on the outer groove, hissing and popping, preceding the music that followed. The album sleeve itself was where I garnered so much of an education. Who wrote what songs? Who sang harmonies? Who played what instruments? Where and when it was recorded? And by the early 70s, they had words to all the songs. I sniffed, listened, and read till I had it all memorized. I was a big fan. Of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> in 1965, you can hear him, Cleveland, Ohio drummer Jim Fox first played with the Outsiders, a local band who scored a national hit with Time Won't Let Me. Oh, Ripper. You ever heard that? Look at some of these guys now. This is totally 19... Oh, yeah. He's got that jazz master. He's playing jazz master. 65. <laughs> wow. That guy is proud of that hair. Oh, yeah. You gotta be. There's Jim Fox back there on the drums. He was a chance game? First, he was in this group. That was a national hit now. I remember the song. We covered that one in The Keeper. There he is. Unassuming, unassuming superstar. He's a bunch of youngins He's right here. Bored. All right, it's time for the lead. Flashback. <clears throat> Is that what a flashback mm -hmm. feels like? A year later, uh, it's 1966, he formed his own band, The James Gang, a four-piece group consisting of drums, guitar, bass, and keyboards. By 68, after several additions and subtractions, Joe Walsh, former member of The Measles, knocked on Fox's door and asked to audition as lead guitarist. That was... The Measles, Joe Walsh's little, probably one of his first bands, probably in high school. That's Joe right there on that red. What is that? That ain't an SG. That's a. Looks like a guild. Okay. He's got a Hofner bass, though. He's got a whole lot of amplifiers. Rickenbacker. Yeah, look at them oh, fenders, wow. fender basses, and there's the Beatles. What the hell? That guitar on the right there. That's pretty. That's a Rickenbacker. That's, ah. Cool. There's, Rick and Backer, There's the future of... Bach and Bach rocker. The future of the Eagles Over in a band called the Measles. <laughs> <laughs> so he was he knocked on Jim Fox's door and he said, can I audition as lead guitar? He was accepted to the group, which now included drummer Fox, bassist Tom Chris, and guitarist Ronnie Silverman. 
On June 9th of 68, Minus Silverman, the James Gang, opened for Cream at the Grand Ballroom in Detroit. That escalated quickly. Lacking their sound as a trio, they remained that way until Walsh left in December of 71 to form Barnstorm in the mountains of Colorado. Joseph Fiddler Walsh, excellent guitarist and keyboardist, wrote and sang the majority of James Gang's material. He went on to great fame as a solo artist, well known for his talking guitar solo in Rocky Mountain Way, preceding Peter Frampton's two-blipping effort, Do You Feel Like We Do, by three years. Everybody on the planet knows he went on to join the Eagles in 75 and is still with them. What you may not know is he is married to Marjorie Bach, sister of actress Barbara Bach, who is the wife of Ringo Starr. When you manage to wind up the brother-in-law to a beetle, well, life's been good to you so far. <laughs> you get by with a little help from your in-laws. Life's been good to you so far. Graduation came and went, and I spent the summer of 71 before heading off to Georgia Southern College working as a bag boy for Pick and Save right around the corner from my house. There I added a few more albums to my growing collection, Deja Vu by Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. I thought he said growing collection. Carol King's Tapestry. Every picture tells a story by Rod Stewart. That was one that had Maggie May on there. The Who's Magnificent Rock Opera, Tommy, and Graham Nash's Songs for Beginners. My high school buddy, co-worker, and soon-to-be college roommate, Robin King, and I allowed ourselves one last indulgence before hitting the books in Statesboro. On Tuesday, August 17th, 1971, we headed north for our first concert experience at the Atlanta Municipal Auditorium where we bought tickets to see the James Gang, Mylon Lefevre, and Smooth's Barn Dance. <laughs> what? That was a local Atlanta band. Mylon was from Atlanta. He was originally the bass player in a gospel group called the Singing Lefevres. He used to come on every Sunday morning. Smooth. Smooth. Smooth's Barn Dance. I can't read those smooth. words at all. Smooth, smooth. We were, straight as, we were straight as Pentecostal preachers, but I felt higher in a psychedelic cloud as I stood on the seat of my auditorium chair and witnessed Joe Walsh, Jim Fox, and Dale Peters of the James Gang breathe life into this young man's head as I dreamed of what I might do with my future. Did music have a place in it? I was I was hoping you was gonna say music. <laughs> well, I was I was digging it. I was digging that so music. You, you and was checking I was out thinking, these guys, and I didn't I, know where we was going. Can't I just do something like this? <laughs> I and went back now, to my bedroom and here. I just listened to music. Lo, these many years later, I'm on a podcast about music. That's right. I'm not standing in the chair. Was that the? 
as, as far as power trios go, that was a good one. I know good it was a good love. one, but who, who, maybe Pre- Hendrix preceded them. Hendrix, Hendrix was a power trio. Oh yeah, Cream, uh, Cream, Hendrix. Prior to Cream, but prior to Cream was was there was there. I think most bands Cream. prior to Cream were Cream. Uh, quintet uh, quartets. So Queen was the one that. Cream, Cream may have been. I meant Cream. One of the first one. That was the four twenty talking. <laughs> well, the first one that uh, gained huge notoriety, I'd say. Unless I'm no, oh, Grand Funk, but that was after Cream. Yeah, that was after Cream. Uh, uh, I don't know. That, cream, Cream, go Cream, and go they cream. opened up for Cream as a trio. <laughs> well, there you go, and. And uh, I'll put Joe Walsh up there among the top five guitar players in the world. I sure will. Because you, you think as about far it, as taste and uh, uh, style, originality, originality, style, originality. I don't think he's the most. You can hear he's def- there's some sixteen no. year olds out there that uh, well play a blister true, around too. him, but that doesn't mean that they got any soul or a style. Or st- or a, style. A, a, uh, yeah. That's the most when important. you can play a clip, and it's, it's, it's all about what uh, you're not judging. have any pictures up, but when you can just play an audio clip of several different guitar players and be able to pick a yep. guitar player you, for his sound, for his sound, yeah, that says a lot right there. It is, and sometimes that's not a good sound. You you're like that's old Ronnie. He don't that's never Ronnie, tune. We don't like that. Biggie King, yeah, Biggie <laughs> King's identifiable. Yeah. Uh, Hendrix would probably be there just Definitely. from his sound. I don't know if I could pick Clapton out. I can pick a bunch of Clapton. Clapton, Clapton is very recognizable. He, is he, it? I would be Clapton. He has certain licks and he's he always yeah. incorporates mm-hmm. those licks. And he has a tone and mm-hmm. What about uh Jimmy Page? Definitely. Yeah, okay. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh, Freddie King, all the Kings. Mm-hmm. Cool. You ever heard Taylor Goldsmith from Dawes? That band? Yeah, Dawes? yeah I love, I love Dawes. 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 He's got yeah. tasteful, nice leads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's he's a fantastic guitar player. I haven't totally dove into them yet, but I, I like everything I've heard, so I need to. The drummer and the lead singer are the brothers. They're, yeah, right? they're kin. The Dawes brothers. Yeah, I got off on them uh, back when they were, <laughs> damn Dave. <coughs> that, back yeah. when, well, she been probably five. I think when y'all used to get off, it was years. different when we got off. You know what now. I'm saying? <laughs> we get a lot. We get off a little different now. Yeah, the meaning has changed. Yeah, yeah well, I'm the. Yeah, it used to be good. Now, it's speaking bad. of fossils, I'm That's the bad. dinosaur in the room. <laughs> things I, I get I say, off on fossils. Things yeah. I say don't necessarily mean what y'all think. Dave's, mm-hmm. D- Dave is uh, pound sign. Tune in. Instead, turn of, on, instead of hashtag, he's pound out. sign. Pound sign. <laughs> well, if you'd done your research, you'd <laughs> yeah. realize no. how, how correct I am. Oh, I, I know. I, I, I was a pound sign guy, too, until I, I said pound sign. And somebody's like, that's a hashtag, dumbass. And then I was like, oh, the You're times like, okay. that they are changing. Them, them, <laughs> them young upstarts. 
they think the world began and end ended with a hashtag. Yeah. Hashtags. At the beginning, hashtags God over. created the hashtag. <laughs> I think hashtags were done. <laughs> hashtags hashtags are, over. are overdone. Hashtag, hashtags are over. It's all QR codes now. Everybody knows that. It's all AI. <laughs> it's AI. AI. Yeah. Yeah, QR is way back there, QR is done. Oh, my God. Rock and roll is dead. QR, AI, NAACP. LGBTQ, QR, EIEO, Old McDonald's ain't the same. EIEO, no. EIEO, Ronald. Old McDonald's. He's a clown. Well, folks, we hope you enjoyed our uh, podcast. I did. I, I did. It was a lot I of fun well. reconnecting with our good buddy, Kyle yes. Keller. And be on the lookout for, uh, you can purchase his uh, new album, his new release out there anywhere online, The Great American Highway. <clears throat> Blue Jay Listening Room. Blue Jay Listening Room show December the 16th, I believe, is the date. A songwriter round with myself, Jordan Foley, and Rambler Kane. Oh, oh Rambler. Rambler. Patrick. He's yep. a good buddy of ours, too. Yeah, we. Lo I love that man. Yeah. I've not even met him in person yet, and I love He's him. He's awesome. But mm -hmm. we're going to do that. That's going to be fun. Um, then I have a – what am I doing? In I think I'm playing at Blue Jay again that month. I can't remember the date. Like the 20-somethingth with Andy Zipf. Um, okay. And then January, I'm at Heartwood Soundstage with Joe Pug on Where's January Heartwood? 19th in Gainesville, Tennessee? Florida. Oh, that's Joe Pug. Joe Pug does the Working Songwriter mm. podcast. Well, you can... Uh, uh, I know the name. I... You probably got uh, websites out there. Uh, yeah, find me on Instagram, Facebook, everywhere you do social media things. And you can see where I'm at. Also, you can go to Painted Lady Records website and see my show schedule there nice. and buy merch. Yeah, that's the key, folks. Buy that merch. Uh, he's going to have a new trucker cap out pretty soon called... <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, the, the I'll Never Hang Out My Hat. I'll Never Hang Out My Hat. I was going to say... Show me your fossils. Show me your fossils. Never gonna do it with the Fez on. The Fez. Yeah. Whoa. PaintedLadyRecords.us. I think I'm on the. Is it loading? There it is. There's me. Cool. I'm on the front page, baby. Yeah, man. Painted Lady. Listen to eight, look at my shirt. Listen to Eight Partridge. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I think if you, oh, yeah. So the CDs there. Well, there it is, folks. I don't you think they're available for purchase. See yet, where but. he's playing. You can uh, listen to some of his CDs and you can find out where to There's Jordan purchase Foley. those. Heck yeah. Pretty sweet. And click on artists and you can go look. There's mm. Jordan Foley and Jordan Foley in the wheelhouse and Chris Lane and Kyle Kelly. There he is. Well, we appreciate y'all being with us again. Thank you, <laughs> Kyle Keller, for being no, I'm with us. Ahead. I'd like to thank uh, Sean Clark, co-host, and uh, 
a fellow entrepreneur. <laughs> Who are we sure. talking about, me? I'd like to thank old Justin Mercer for keeping it real. Just keeping in time. Real. Just in time. And we'd like to thank y'all. Please uh, like, subscribe, uh, hit them bells and whistles, share with Do your it. friends. Help us get it out there. We need your help. We nope. need your help. We promise. Hey, I'm going to pitch this to my YouTube audience. I'm going to say, hey, I'll Absolutely. check out my, yeah. this that's podcast we, I did. That's how we grow this thing. You scratch our back, we'll scratch yours. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. Man, cold black water.